0: back. We'll be right back. Welcome, welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast.
1: What? What was that? Why did you stop? Why did you stop (laughs) first?
0: supposed to be a battle of wills. Ah, okay. I didn't know the struggle was that real.
2: Uh (laughs) Hello, and welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast on WPTR, Springfield's NPR station.
1: Jenna's voice is too soothing for you to handle. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I simply can't
2: handle it.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, today is May the first, uh, two thousand nineteen. At least for me, uh, it is episode two hundred and forty-eight, featuring Kraken. Welcome, welcome Yay! to the show.
3: Hello. It's been a couple of years, you know. I <laughs> grew up a bit, grew out a bit. Now <laughs> I'm back. So thank you for having me.
0: Oh, thank you so much for joining us and as always we have the amazing jesse cox
2: that's too kind <laughs> nah you're really. too kind
0: nah nah and of course dodger <laughs> the queen that's of the I got.
1: thank you thank you thank you thank you <laughs> uh,
0: so what happened? Downhill. <laughs> all downhill from here uh mm. what have we been playing this week you know i decided that we're just gonna talk about games first from now on i'm tired of hearing about it so we're just gonna do it <laughs> we're gonna go back to being a games podcast that actually talks about Solid games. strategy
2: S- solid strategy
0: they don't care about the news anymore and we're just gonna
2: do it <laughs> yo i played a ton of games if you want to talk me about too, games, I got games.
0: go for it what did you play jesse cox
2: Uh, Let's start out by a game I literally just played earlier this morning that uh, I think Dodger, I think all of you will like. Uh, Internet. As you know, I'm a huge fan of Daniel Mullins. I think Pony Island and the Hex are bizarre, crazy, weird, fun games. Well, I guess he he was part of a Ludum Dare and uh, made, you know, how they make in 24, 48, or 72 hours. I don't know what the case may be. They make a game in that time. And the Ooh. game he made is called Sacrifices Must Be Made. Okay. It is a card game in which you are singing across from a weird eyed, creepy, like you can't tell what it is, just creepy eyes. And literally the background music's like, wow. <laughs> it, okay. Yeah. Things, yeah. things like, you look like you're starving if you beat me. We can eat. And you're like, what is happening? Whoa. And it's like Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and um the the card the way the card game plays is it's uh kind of like circle of lifey where <laughs> the enemy the opponent is using uh cards that are various humans. So there is a starving man, which does like one-one, right? There uh, there is a hunter, which is like Three, two. It has very, you know, card game mechanics, right? Uh, there's ravens that can fly over enemies, and your the objective is, you know, you're going for the face, right? Um, and but you, your mechanics are, it, you have squirrels you can put down, which only have one life, do no damage. Okay. And then there's the next tier up, which is like stoats, which I think you're supposed to be marmots. I don't know what the, f- I don't know what S T O A T, Stouts? Okay. I don't know what that, how you pronounce that. Um, but you, those are a 1-1, one, one, but the only way you can put them down is if you eat a squirrel. So you have to put the squirrel down to eat the, so you put the squirrel down, then you put the next thing down to eat the squirrel. The next level up, there are wolves, and the wolves are two, they require two dead things. So you put down, you know, two squirrels and you can eat that, or two rabbits and you can eat that. And then they're stronger. Then there's bears, which require three dead things to put down. And then there's like snakes, which are 1-1, one, one, but poison, and- and they will like instantly kill an enemy. There are Ravens that you can get them fly over. But the whole thing is just this basic card game where you have to sacrifice pieces in order to get stronger pieces, right? Okay. makes perfect sense. As you play through the thing at the other side of the table is just like, wow. And it it, like gets creepier and creepier. So I send you weirder and weirder messages and creepier and creepier things. And eventually, Puts something on the table, and it's like, you know, if you ever want to just tip the scales, because the way, you know how most card games indicate in some way, either if you're playing Hearthstone, it shows you how much life you have left or whatever. This one, there's a scale on the side, and the more damage you do to the other person, it sort of moves, the scale moves back and forth, right? And whenever the scale touches the bottom, that person loses. Whoever scales hits the bottom loses. Um, okay. And so, as you play through this, he's like, if you ever want to tip the scales, you can use this. And something ends up on the table. And it's like a really poorly rendered. I can't tell what it's supposed to be. And so I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'll try it. The first time I used it, I cut my eye out and put it on the scale. Was like, what? And so now my eye is on the scale. And I'm like, oh, this is bullshit. I lost that round. It reset, so I had my eye back, which is great. But like he kept offering me new things and was just like, this could help you. You may have a bad hand next time. And I'm like, I ain't cutting off my hand for you, demon. Right. And so, like, as you play through. And then... Sounds fascinating. As you go through it, it gets darker and darker and more twisted. It's only like four rounds, but they're like hard until you figure out the exact mechanics. I played mm. through it twice and by the second time I was like, I get this. This is, this is easy. Um, but, oh my god. I think in total it's maybe a 20 minute game, but by the end you're just like, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. Oh yeah, I'm not going to spoil it. It's totally free. Uh, I think if you just look up Daniel Mullins, or you look up Ludum Dare forty-three or something. It's like a fifteen-minute game that you can extend as long as you want and get creeped out by. I love his work; always makes me just want to do something really meta and weird and creepy. So I'm gonna get him yeah, at someone. Found it. Here we go. Um, yeah. You, it, I can't even begin to tell you how bizarre it is to sit across from something in a dark room that only has weird eyes looking at you with just music that's like. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is an unpleasant experience you're like what is this game oh it, yeah and it's only oh. like
0: 20 minutes but the best 20 yeah, minutes so for a free to play
2: <laughs> I, I will say it is very much a game that i think like all good ludum dare games is like it has a beginning middle and end and mm-hmm. you don't realize how well it's put together until you like play through it you're like oh my god that was an actual game like it was a 20 minute story, like, oh, very cool. So yeah, I love that dude's work. And so I can't stress enough how much finding new stuff from him is always really exciting.
1: And um, in the tools used list, he write, wrote down my shitty microphone. <laughs> I guess, so he was the
3: voice, probably. He was the
2: God. Definitely, there's two versions of it. There's one that's literally the dare version that he made in the however many hours they had. And then he has like a polished version. Mm -hmm. So I just got the polished version because I was like, fuck it, I wanna see what the, what he intended it to look like. Yeah. right. So it's neat, it's very cool. Uh, Yeah, if you're looking for another artsy game, because apparently that's me this week, (laughs) uh, I played Burning Daylight.
0: I played um, really that too. I, play I played it for the stream, and I feel like maybe I shouldn't have. I'm surprised I didn't get my channel banned. Yeah, there are a lot that of
1: dingle good dangles good. in that game. I
0: avoided I walking towards bad. the screen.
2: What a weirdly crafted dick. Um, I thought the concept was super cool. I I loved everything about it. I still don't know what the hell the ending means, but uh, I thought that was neat. And I'm sure you guys can talk about it more than me since you played it as well. But it was like.
1: There are apparently two endings. Yeah, there are. I don't know what the other ending is. I honestly didn't. I I felt like it was um, a very similar concept to Inside in yes. some ways. I love Not Inside. Totally. Sure. I love Inside as well. Same. Um, it it felt like it was it it was pulling inspiration from really really good games that I've played, mm. but it was so short and it's free so like i'm yeah. not i'm not about to be like oh, i paid so much money for such a short game but it was like very very short and conceptually it didn't feel like it fully
2: realized itself yeah we yeah. could have used some more of that like sex level i thought that was really neat the like- sex level was most of the game right longer <laughs> could have <been> it <laughs> could, could have focused on that more
0: Yeah, so I guess like the the premise, if we want to call it that, uh, for this game is you wake up basically in a meat grinding factory. It's like they're burning humans and whatnot. I'm not
2: sure if it's just consuming people.
0: Yeah, only
2: fat guys, which I found to be like,
0: my future Mm. sucks.
2: All the all it's only fat dudes getting ground up. You watch (laughs) that conveyor belt long enough, it's the same model over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) You're You're like, what? This I is like, rude as shit. Oh yeah. I
0: like to call Burning Daylight The Quest for Pants because mm. it seems to me that that was the primary objective and once we found pants well the game was mostly over. Um so you're completely naked uh there are definitely uh TOS flags here and there and everywhere uh oh, I, I, I walk towards though, the I screen think, slightly pixelated. Once you, the environment once you is kind of dark.
2: Like once you get pants that's when the weird like Ponch, ponch, ponch starts. And that's true. That was weird. That was the song that's like in the background, like, it's gonna be a beautiful day. Like, all that mm-hmm. shit made me so happy. It was the part before that when you're naked walking around with your dick hanging out that I was like, <laughs> someone get this man pants. He had- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But no
0: pants. No, what I love is the bit where it's like, "Hey, we've got a jacket." And instead of like, I don't know, using the sleeves and and tying it around our waist, you know, to cover our st- No, no, no. We're going to wear it like an actual Poo-bared jacket. banned that shit. The we we went- the I even said that. I said it during my stream. I was like, "You wouldn't poo this." What? And that's a power
3: play. Like I feel like if you're walking up to some sort of hostile creature and you're like letting your 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 sweater drape across you and like mm-hmm. frame your package that way, like they're going to think twice cuz <laughs>
2: Really, you got something, you got something oh going my on. god! Oh my! I just want to. I just want to point out. Oh my god! All right, cracking you inspired magic here. I played a <laughs> game. Uh, I, it was like a flash game or something. I don't remember what this was, but it was a game where uh, there's a scene where you go to the bathroom and like the bully guy at the office like walks in the bathroom after you and he like pulls down his pants to take a piss and he like turns and looks at you and the like descriptions like he flashes his like penis at you and then options there's a list of options and one of them literally was like pull down your pants and show him who's boss and i was like what? oh yeah alpha
0: male that ish are you kidding me? yeah and I,
2: think, right. I think the whole game was him like i could wrap this around my dingle dangle but um I- i'm not going to i'm gonna, I'm gonna it- let everyone know what's up here's the thing no one cared apparently no one gave a shit everyone was like yeah. oh.
1: but everybody had well god it's hard- because the game is so short i'm like how much can we say about this without it just being like I mean, here's basically what the game
0: is. Well, I mean, it's we free. If it was something people were gonna pay for,
1: that's fair.
0: I'd feel bad if it were something that you'd have to pay for, and then it's like the a game barely makes sense anyway. Chat, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not no. really, we're
3: not being Chat's that Chat's right. We're we basically defending the flasher mentality, which I'm mm. now realizing is 100% true. So, uh, PSA: uh, <laughs> don't wear your 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 sweater in a way to frame your dingle dangle. That is just purely. <laughs> a, uh, it was the thought experiment we were doing.
2: Yeah, no sure. one here is saying go out and show your dick to people. Don't no. do that. No one wants to see that shit. No one wants a- You wake up in
1: a meat grinder and you think maybe somebody's gonna murder you and you're like, this is all I got.
2: Yeah, <laughs> if you see me going to a meat grinder, flash me a little dick then, because maybe it's the last thing I'll see and I'll be like, you're doing good, <laughs> right? Uh. <laughs> don't like, you know, don't do it in public. That's fucked up. Don't be that person. Part yeah, of
3: me feels private, like
2: our, our grinder okay. is
0: private. Okay. Oh yeah. Jesus. Part, <laughs> part of me feels like our protagonist, if we can call him that, in our walking simulation, must have known just how ridiculous things had gotten because he he really just did not seem to care. But the bit that I had some issues with was the whole hey you walked by all these people as soon as they put like the headset on or whatnot you know they all are like going absolutely bonkers like you are just you know asking for it and so then we do that and then nothing really happens to us we can see you know the alternate reality i guess or what they want us to see um it's just it's like you see all these people going crazy we can't even help them we can't even talk to them they are they're done for but yet no we're gonna we're gonna do that yeah we're gonna do that i
2: think if this was more of a story and less of an art project Hmm. we would have the explanation of the reason why we put on the headset is to get through the area with people with headsets because they detect you if you don't have one on and people come like you could see that there was going to be bad news if you didn't have one on Mm. and i i think if there was more of a story there would have been that moment of like okay i have to put this headset on because the only way i can get through the next area yeah but that's not in the game at all it's just all (laughs) assumption it's me filling in plot holes but it's you know one of those things where you would assume that's what the reason why Mm. because then he doesn't need it anymore. At, yeah. After a certain point, right? So, mm.
0: I I had to I actually went because I was a bit confused by the ending. I didn't know that there was a choice. I just happened to walk one way. I walked towards the dude in the chair at the end, mm. and I didn't know that there was a choice to be made. I just pressed X, <laughs> and so yeah, I'm like, and I'm like, oh, okay, great. That's apparently the choice. But um, yeah, apparently, if you free the guy. Uh, who's in the cryo tube before you get to that point? There's a, a different ending. Um, oh, so okay. based I, on I that, did. I, f-
2: I flushed mm-hmm. that. I
0: flushed bitch. him too. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, okay, spoilers.
1: Spoilers, okay? Spoiler if you... fingers. Spoilers. Spoiler we don't want to be spoiled on Burning Daylight. <laughs> Mute until our fingers are down. Okay. I've never
3: played it, so I'm with you guys, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, great. <laughs> So, right. if
0: you flesh the dude, basically he is a, a like a clone of you or whatever. You are taking his place. You are deciding to take his place. If you if you save the dude in the chair, or whatever you kill him off, you are assuming responsibility for you. Basically, become a god. That is the the whatever idea.
2: The fuck he was you doing become in the god,
0: chair. and you are yeah. continuing to perpetuate the world as it exists. However, if you choose the apple or whatnot apparently that's That's what i picked yeah okay so jesse you want to tell the ending that you got what happens if you pick the apple
2: oh you pick the apple there's a flash of light and credits (laughs) (laughs) and there you you go there's a flash of white light and credits that's what happens Okay.
0: basically upsetting the world and then everybody like ends it all basically
2: i I God. it was like a garden of eden situation Mm -hmm, and i have all the knowledge now but like it isn't very well it isn't explained it's just like i was like oh apples my thought was oh this man who's on the ground who's like i'm old as shit i was like maybe he's hungry (laughs) so i went to go get him an apple all i did was take a bite of it (laughs) and Okay.
0: All I did well, I was... I was
2: trying to help this dude, and I ended the world. I suppose.
0: Yeah, I I felt bad for him because I'm like, dude, do you just need pants? Like, you've been here for how many years? You're this old, and you still don't have pants. I mean, I found
1: pants. Like, uh, I I mean, I finally found some pants. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah our, in I, our apartment. I, it, was <laughs> same it was the same for me, Jenna. Where like I was playing, and the guy like got out of the chair, and I was like, oh, sick. Walked over to the chair, hit X, and then it was like, this nice. You the beat end. the game. <laughs> I was like, did
0: <laughs> it's like i don't feel like we, we, we okay. quite did although collecting the coins and whatnot i mean i guess we're done sort of spoiling the ending but uh collecting the coins bit i was just like that's kind of a bit odd i i did like the middle bit it was very like blade runner sort of mm. you know it's like hi i am your companion i'm here to talk to you and keep you company so you don't go freaking insane and then my
2: favorite my favorite part of that entire experience sex is level yeah when- <laughs> Well, obviously yes but it was the most that, detailed it was great that entire area was so much fun punch, but punch, uh, punch. past <laughs> that when you are trying to like leave that area and mm. your like companions just like where are you going we shouldn't go there let's go back to the <gasps> sexy place oh, like the oh. way she says that like dialogue <gasps> yeah. is so good do you remember <laughs> the guy? The, oh, guy
0: the guy the guy the sitting guy sitting in the chair did you watch I him
2: i remember the couple on the dumpster I mm-hmm. the guy sitting on Chair. The guy yeah, sitting on the they're... chair? Oh, I stood there for a right. minute.
0: Yeah. The dialogue that changed? Like any, like... <laughs> oh, it was so funny. That bit. Oh, I thought like...
2: for a brief moment we wouldn't have to, to edit stuff out again, but nope, we mm-hmm. did. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, if you're subscribed to the channel, uh, you can go watch the VOD of me doing a complete playthrough of that for the stream. <laughs> Happened a couple nights Perfect. ago. It was a bit of a of an odd adventure, but uh, free and for an art project. I thought, hey, why not? It's, it's- some of those scenes are yeah. visually
2: stunning. Like some yes. of the things they did are like beautiful. So shout out to them for that.
1: Thought provoking. Yeah. Even at at the end, it seemed like it was like a student game. Mm.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, it was a bunch of students worked together to make the game.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I mean, visually, what they put
0: together
2: was really cool. I think um,
0: I read somewhere it was maybe 12 people total were were mm. responsible for bringing the game together, I believe, don't quote me, but I think that's what I read. And I'm just like, pff, you know, gorgeous for only 12 people working on a game like that. And especially if they're students, you know, obviously they can't dedicate their full time to a project like that. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nope. so free to play games. What? What is this like? <laughs> what are we talking about? What does this podcast become?
1: No, I'm just kidding. Keenan, what have you been playing?
3: Oh boy, I've been playing a <laughs> whole lot.
1: Um, oh boy.
3: Let's see. Uh, this last week, I have done everything from Mortal Kombat 11 to yeah. uh, Total War Warhammer's 2 new Skaven DLC. Uh, <laughs> to, uh,
2: Lizardmen DLC. Oh, that's.
3: <laughs> An unfortunate opinion, but we can circle back to that. <laughs> um, <laughs> then there's uh, Rain World, which was uh, an art game and also really freaking unique. So I I could talk about Rain World, like you guys talked about your art games, or we can you know fight it out uh, if if Jesse wants to throw down in uh, some total war talk. You
1: follow your heart. Yeah. What do you no, want no, to talk no, about? No, you no, are no, the no, guest.
3: Sure. Uh, I'll start with Rain World. It's it's a really cool. Uh, game where you play this little uh, slug cat, we call them, and he, I, I say that because you're basically—it's very—it's like pixel art, but with like a very large emphasis on physics. So you basically are like running around, and like you've got these little pixels, and you're like kind of climbing through stuff and under stuff. But whenever you're like hanging out, you, your body just kind of hangs and dangles wherever you know. There's like a ledge, uh, and that's just kind of to give you an idea. Like this whole world feels very cause and effecty. It's like when you jump on something and you swing with it. If you're like, you know, trying to grab like a fruit over there, you have to jump up and grab it at the right time, and you'll kind of momentum of the fruit will carry you a bit. Um, the whole goal of the game is to survive in this world, that this alien world that's very uh, uh, inhospitable. So, um, you know, every day it rains, and when it rains, it pours uh, quite literally to the point where uh, the entire world is basically reset every single day unless you find shelter. Um, but to find shelter, you need to get enough food. So you have to go out in the world, get enough food items, kind of, you're like this little slugette, like filling your, your little tummy, and then you're like, all right, I gotta find shelter before the rain comes. And you go find shelter, and you evolve a stage. And each stage you evolve lets you get further and further in exploring the world. Uh, the, tr- the trouble is, the farther you get from your original nest, um, the more hostile creatures there are. And you are basically like bottom of the food chain. So this isn't a game where you're like, oh, I'm strong, and I'm gonna go save you know the kingdom. It's like, no. You're you're probably going to get eaten a lot, and like there's nothing you can really do to fight these things, but to try to like squirrel around them and outsmart them. Uh, But they're at the end of the day just ten times more effective than you are. So um, it's a really cool, very brutal game. Like I wouldn't recommend it if you're not looking for like a stressful experience. Yeah, I Uh,
1: fucking hate that game. (laughs) (laughs) I was
3: gonna say, didn't you play that a couple?
0: (laughs) You played that a couple years ago, right, Brooke?
1: I played it when it first came out, and I. I was miserable. I was miserable <laughs> playing that game. And I think I've talked about it with you and I've talked about it with um Benji. Our friend Benji got really into it as well. And like, yeah, I'm so glad that I know so many people who have played this game and been like, I get it. I connect with this game. Like I'm in, I'm down to to do the long haul on it, you know, and, and fight through it. It is not the game for me.
3: Yeah. Well, no. I'm actually similar to you. Like I I get it but I'm not willing to do the long call like that it was <laughs> I, I played a bit of it and I'm like this is really interesting and brutal and I feel terrible but also <laughs> I could see how a masochist would like this like Benji we all I made mean, Benji's a very like Benji, he, yeah he loves playing those sort of games so um
1: yeah I I really wanted to love it and I feel like I gave it I gave it a, a a strong try. I tried playing it a couple of times and it just
3: Well, it actually had a lot of good mods. So we I played it with Tomato, uh, my good friend, and we did a co-op mod, which seems like it would be easier because you're like having a friend with you should make it better. But if any one of you dies, it's a it's over. So I oh, was just two targets <laughs> instead of one. So it was actually just harder. And mm. I mean it helped to have like the moral like, you know, support of 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 having. Like, you see your friend get dragged off, and you're, like, trying to We're save him, together. but yeah. <laughs> but yeah. at the end, you both die, and it's, like, just more crushing. So anyway, yeah, that was the, it's one of the games. Um, yeah, I, I'd recommend it though, for anyone that wants, like, a, a super brutal art game, but uh, mm. not for everyone, for sure.
1: Well, sweet, the slug cat is looking for his family.
2: Ooh. It's very cute, if not terrifying.
3: <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of gifts of it, and you totally get an idea of how how it plays. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of personality in that little select cat for how few pixels it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's see, and then yeah, Mortal Kombat was fun. Uh, I haven't actually really played Mortal Kombat much. I mean, played like in arcades a bit when I was younger, but I was never really a big fighting game guy. Um, but I actually really loved like the B movie feel of the campaign, uh, and so I kind of played all the way through that because the story was so ridiculous. And like, yeah. just the characters were funny. It's
1: it's always just like you've. You, that's a really good way to put it. You feel like you're in a B movie almost every time you play a Mortal Kombat story. <laughs> it's,
3: yeah, it's, like they they just don't take themselves seriously, and yeah. I really appreciated that because I think so many games try way too hard nowadays to be like important and like this is my my vision. And I, I don't know. I like games that. I mean, that's good. But like a game that can do both that and make fun of itself and kind of you know be self-aware, I think is my my favorite.
1: Mm.
0: I started playing, um, whoa, did something just happen? Okay, there we go. Um, For some reason, it looked like uh, everyone had left the call. I was like, "Ah, that's strange. Um, Oh, weird. (laughs) Yeah, it was a strange glitch. Uh, I started playing Mortal Kombat 11, um, and I haven't played Mortal Kombat since, it's been a while it's been a long while it seems like a lot of people are coming back to the franchise i suppose um I, I don't know i i have i have issues with the political issues that have gone into this game i have some reservations about how what they've done wait. with the female costumes in this game wait
2: what happened what what is in this game in mortal Kombat? mortal combat running for president right <laughs> Wait what? Immortal? <laughs> K- Wait, I am not up on this. Please uh, go into detail for me. I don't know what you mean. No
0: anti-Trump sentiments here. What what what? Yeah, I I'd, I'd rather like not. I mean, cause I don't want to divide people on anything. It's just I just don't I don't need certain things brought into a fighting game. Like why? Why would you?
1: I don't understand.
0: Oh, there's
3: like political stuff in the yes. game. Yes. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Oh okay. Oh, I didn't yeah, notice no, that no, in the campaign. <laughs>
0: and like then there's like mm-hmm. and there's some issues with uh like uh, I haven't gotten far enough in but apparently there's some statements on like slavery and whatnot as well and I'm just like okay uh sure but the costumes though I have some issues with it's like you took characters beloved characters we're very used to seeing them portrayed in a certain way and all of a sudden now it's a problem like you took iconic characters and their iconic costumes, and just like, no, no, now, now they need to cover up. We need to desexualize all of these costumes, but we're still gonna leave the high heels in, and also use that in fatalities to drive the point home. High heels, no bikinis. I, I don't
2: know. Shao <laughs> Kahn still looks pretty sexy, so I'm like,
0: <laughs> no. Oh yeah, Jack's in slavery. <laughs> Pro <laughs> what, what? I have no idea. I'm not that far into the story mode. I, I got far enough in to realize, yeah, I haven't played in Mortal Kombat in so long that I really suck at this, and we should get better before we try to stream it. <laughs>
3: hmm. Yeah, I, I never played. All I did was jump kick, and I won very easily. So everyone was oh, like... Good strategy. Yeah, It. I mean, it works. I, I did one online game against a guy who's clearly played before, and I still beat him. And then i retired so now I, I i'm i'm undefeated uh and you know that goes down in history so um if you want to talk about total war or hammer jesse i'm happy to to come at you because i'm a i'm a big skaven fan
2: i'm i just suck so bad at that new yeah. skaven that i decided to play the lizard instead and i at least understand how to play those guys so i was like this is this is the expansion now. I'm not even going to worry about making a nuke. I'm just going to like make skinks and call it a life. No, the new stuff is great. I love what they've done. I love how, what they,
3: how how is the lizard side? Because I've only done a couple uh, sessions of the the skaven, so I, I haven't seen the lizard one at all.
2: So the lizard side is you are a prophet of Sotek, and the objective is you are trying to like you and there are stages. Of, you know how when you play usually have you know i have to collect enough of something in order to hit like the next stage um with this one it is until you hit stage one which technically i guess is stage two you are penalized for having anything other than skinks so your army is like oh
3: that's hilarious because the other ones are super strong like
2: yeah And so they have new skink units. There's like red crested skinks that have axes and stuff. But for the most part, it is just much more difficult to get anything done. But you have access to more and a higher frequency of use of all of your um, rituals. So you're like, you can just unload things that make enemy armies slowly uh, like deteriorate. You can unload different rituals to summon things that can help you. And uh, then you can, you have like a ritual tree that you then can get certain uh, units and certain spells and abilities. You can make guys like 10% stronger. So every time you do anything, you have to sacrifice stuff to the gods. Rather than like get money, you would sacrifice guys to the gods. You get like 50 points to spend on. Now all of your skink units do 10% more damage, like that kind of stuff. And so Hmm. it's that way that you have to play and you have to be smarter. I am not, like, I always feel like if I can play chaos and be patient enough to play chaos, then clearly I can do anything. False, <laughs> false. When you have to like manage bullshit and the way they start you, you're surrounded by enemies and everyone's like trying to kill you and you have no ability to fight. It's fascinating. It's really yeah, cool.
3: I mean, that sounds pretty similar to how this game play. And for those that don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about uh, Total War, Warhammer 2. Uh, they, I mean, honestly, this game, I'm really fascinated by just the franchise in general because Total War has obviously been around forever and Warhammer's been around forever. But what they're attempting here is to make three separate games Total War Warhammer one, two, and three that are all standalone, you know, uh, turn-based conquest games with real-time, uh, like, strategy combat, like Total War combat. Um, but they're looking to combine all three of these games into one giant world where you can theoretically play all three games in one, which is like way larger scale than I have even the mind for. Uh, but the latest DLC lets you play as the Skaven, uh, which is the rat race, and the newest uh, rat lord, Ikkit Claw. Uh, self-proclaimed big, big-brained rat. Like, whenever he wins a battle, he's like, biggest-brained rat! And he's just, like, super feeling himself. Uh, has the ability to literally nuke the enemy in the battlefield where, like, you can spend your resources to build these, like, doom rockets. And then anywhere in the battlefield, you, like, pick a place, and any unit that's in that little area will just instantly die. Like, there is no no contest. And it is so satisfying to play. But also, like, yeah, I can I can imagine it's not for everyone. Um, but yeah, like the rats are all about just swarming enemies and using numbers to their advantage. So it sounds a lot similar to how the skinks would play in, in that, uh,
2: that, that. Yeah, one. except mine don't like speak English. They're always like, oh, you're like, sure. <laughs> all right, whatever, dude. Um, <laughs> but yeah,
3: it's it's. the rats barely speak English. They're, they know a couple words. They repeat a lot.
2: It's roughly, I think both of them are designed for a challenge and going against because after a while, I think every single faction slash race, once you learn to play them, you kind of come up with what your best end game army is. And you kind of always stick to that because it's always gonna win for you. Yeah. I think this time they're like, you can't do if you do what you normally do, you will lose real quickly. And so having to relearn to play and and messing with the new units and trying to figure out, okay, I have a new hero and he's really, really weak now. But looking at his like little tech tree eventually he's gonna be really strong so how do i keep his ass alive yeah. long enough like that kind of stuff it's fascinating so that I is cool it. yeah yeah
3: the, it, it keeps all about like you know ranged units and and artillery and previously skaven have always felt like you just kind of bum rush them and like mm-hmm. you know try to surround them but this time i'm like setting up on hills and being a lot more strategic and then like it's it's really amazing when when the plan comes together. Um, which is why he's the biggest brain rat. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun.
2: The, uh, did you play the pirate? Yes.
3: Thing? I, I'm a huge fan of both vampires and pirates. So when they put them both into one, I had to get it and try it. Uh, I didn't immediately click with that faction as much as I had with the Skaven. Um, but I love the design of the units and the kind of mythos and this whole like kind of roving ship army, of like armada of... These zombie vampire units are really a really great fantasy. So uh, that's usually what I like about these games, anyways, like just the the headcanon of it is so powerful.
2: Yeah, that's the the exact thoughts that I have when I played them. Which was like, I don't I don't know that I like these. And it took me a while until I finally like clicked with me, like, oh, this is how they play. Because I would start and then immediately lose. Like everything I did was just losing, and I never felt like I could win anything. And then eventually, I was like. Oh, I get it now. And I think that's the same thing with these two new uh groups, these two new like additions to the races. Yeah. I'm like, I don't get it. Oh, I do get it. And so it just takes a lot of messing around and losing and trying to discover how to play something new, which you yeah. know is fun. Well,
3: it's good that they're 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 trying to push us to get outside of our, you know, meta comfort zone. I think that's an important thing for a game like Total War.
2: Yeah. I can't wait for the, the next one's chaos-based. Um, yeah,
3: I, I was asking my chat what they think it, uh, it's gonna be in it. And I don't know if they've confirmed all these yet, but like, I, you know, they're thinking you're gonna get ogres, you're gonna get like demons, you're gonna get like, it's just gonna be the most metal shit possible. <laughs> and just the idea that you can have like that and like this like happy, like, you know, rat, like not happy, I guess rats are definitely not happy. But like, the, like everyone is so apocalyptic and mm-hmm. it's just going to be such a crazy free-for-all in the final
2: game what what blows my mind is i've never been a big warhammer lore nerd so mm-hmm. like i know you know all the different empire Chaos, all this stuff but never been like oh lizard man i wonder what they're about my initial assumption was not that they're the good guys the lizard men are like we just they're want the, the world back the way it was y'all they're like
3: the lawful good guys like they're yes,
2: it's wild you're like what yeah yeah, it's cool.
3: I know, it's it's great. They really kind of flip the, like even like the Wood Elves are like really twisted and like do terrible stuff to people and are like super isolationist. And then you've got like, you know, the empire is like also like this weird religious zealotry community. Like every, there's no real yeah. good race, except maybe the lizards. Like they're the only ones the that are like, like
2: <laughs> you know. you are damaging the forest, please stop. And you're like, <gasps> wow, <laughs> yeah, I will a, stop. Okay, it's, it's
3: pretty fascinating.
2: Yeah.
3: No. Uh, what else? And then I've also done some Pokemon. Uh, last night I actually streamed this with uh with with Sam, uh, strippin Of course, uh, we played this uh this randomized mod version of uh Pokemon Heart and Gold and Soul Silver, where uh basically it's like every Pokemon you encounter is another random one, and we're doing a Nuzlocke challenge where uh. If it dies, of course you have to release it. You only cast the first Pokemon in each zone, so your first starter is like literally any Pokemon. And then also, if it evolves, it'll evolve into another random Pokemon. So it's like you're constantly your team is morphing and changing, and there's no way you can actually plan for any uh, any encounters almost because you know we were fighting like like little Joey on Route One, and he just throws out a Registeel that's level two, and then we're like, oh no, and then he just. <laughs> <laughs> Labs us down so you know it's uh it's it's really like really nerve-wracking but also really yesterday's exciting.
1: stream was really emotional mm-hmm. I yeah. felt I like I felt for you
3: <laughs> we lost we lost <laughs> so some good boys happen. and girls um I lost my starter on yesterday's stream and I even made Aww. an emote for them at the start of the stream oh, no. so everyone was spamming the emote and then when my starter died I retired the emote and they they still to this day spam it like hoping I say, to this day, it was yesterday. I mean, it's not <laughs> been. they, they, oh, they, they no. still believe that uh, they can bring it back by sheer will, uh, which yeah. is not the case. Mm-hmm.
0: For them, it was a Tuesday. Well, for me, in my time. But for you, it was like an eternity. This emote had lasted forever. <laughs> yeah.
1: mm-hmm. It's really cute because, like, so Kraken and Sam will be playing at the same time and they've decided that they're rivals. So they wrote each other's names as their rivals' names. Oh, and for the most part, they play on their own. But every now and then they'll like unmute themselves and go, Hey, rival. Can we chat and like talk about stuff? And it's so cute.
3: But it's all like emotional support. Like we're not like, Hey, screw you. It's like, so I just had a really bad day. I just needed someone to talk to you. And, and I'm, like, yeah, I just lost this <laughs> Pokemon. It was totally unfair. And he's like, That's all right, you'll get a champ. But like, all right later
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's literally like you're picking up the phone like hey buddy I need to talk
3: (laughs) adorable it's it's real cute
1: yeah Mm -hmm. the squad streaming stuff has been really really nice Mm -hmm. with with twitch like for the most part the audio syncs up so well that in a situation like that if I'm watching the squad stream and I'm mostly watching sam's like I'll see the moment when you're like Hey, hey Rival. Like, when I look down, I'm like, oh, I can see him, like, talking. Like, it's just, there's lots of really fun things to do with that. And I think it's it's been really cool
2: doing it with that. It's fun. Yeah.
3: Have you guys messed with the squad streams at all?
2: Yeah. Uh, we did for World War Z. Uh, yeah. For a little bit, the Dodger played with us until we had to recruit Sam to play. Um <laughs> Tag in. Much better than Dodger at that game. Yeah. <laughs> Hands down, infinitely better. Whoa. At the time when I was leaving,
1: you guys kicked up such a fuss and then Sam tagged in and you guys
2: crushed it like I knew you would. But, but it was the experience of us ruining your fun time by wandering off and getting caught up in shenanigans. That did happen a lot.
1: Especially yeah. since at first you guys were like, what are we babies? Bump up the difficulty and then
2: this is too hard, can we bump the difficulty back down? I want to point out to you, just to show you what kind of fools we are. The entire time we were like, bump up the difficulty, Dodger, you suck. Sam gets on, he's like, the only way to play is, oh no, no, I'm sorry, reverse. When you were on, we were like, it's too hard, lower the difficulty. Sam gets on and we're just like, Sam comes in and he's like, no, the only way to level is to bump up the difficulty. And we're like, yeah, yeah, you should do that, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, hypocrites. <laughs> we're all hypocrites. Mm-hmm. Every last one of us.
1: I do like World War Z though. It's it's like a nice Left for Dead, like new Left for Dead, basically.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I get really salty because Left for Dead is kind of how I got started on on YouTube, and so I've been like waiting for Left for Dead three for years, and then this comes out, and I was like, oh, it's just like just better Left for Dead, and I'm just like like just like ri- like fucking squaring up, ready to go, like try to stop everyone.
2: <laughs> how dare uh, you! Yeah, I don't know but that it's it <laughs> is good. It's fun. Left 4 Dead. It's just. A newer Left 4 Dead and so people are yeah. like I wanted a game like this and now we have a game like this yeah. I would I would Be fine with a Left 4 Dead 3 like I totally. would be totally okay Same. with that This is I, just- I like all
3: of them like oh Tide*, this like, you know There's a lot of really nice kind of stand-ins for Left 4 Dead and I think the whole four-player against the world uh, Co-op game is is definitely a genre that hopefully is being revived again. I think they'll probably see more some more of those soon Um yeah. because I they're like, all been like- doing pretty well
1: I like that in World War Z, you go to like different areas, like different areas of of the world, and so there's like different characters doing different things while the same zombie apocalypse is happening.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, I think the one thing that they are missing out on is that the uh, the like um, asynchronous like team versus team thing inside yeah,
3: totally.
1: of it was so good. Like, I'm surprised that they didn't have that. So if they added yeah. something like that, it would it would check all the boxes for the most part for me.
3: Yeah, it has a lot of dimension.
2: If they had a Vermintide 3 mm. that featured the, like, wall of Skaven mechanic that, like, this game has, that'd be cool. Because, you know, oh always just... God, you always... Oh, my God, you, like... They're
3: like, climbing over themselves. Kind of
2: cabin and you yeah. look out the window and there's just a fucking, like, avalanche of Skaven. <laughs> Oh, I imagine this game an attack anyway, so I'm just like, lying. that'd be crazy. Oh, that'd be and all you have is your little like fireball and or a guy with an axe. Oh, that'd be wild. I yeah. That'd be-
3: well, they are adding beastmen in the new update to Vermintide, two. Yeah, this summer. So I'm really curious to see what that's going to add. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I just love the Warhammer universe is so fascinating, but also like any sort of you know us against the world. Like yeah, those are those are all great. Um. Uh, nice, what else? Nice. Oh, uh, Mort How came out. I don't know if you, you guys had, had tried that yet. We're a, I haven't
0: tried it. I, as soon as I saw it, I thought that's a sam stripping game right there. That's a for honor <laughs> and chivalry <laughs> together kind of. Yeah. Chivalry. Yeah. yeah. I'm that's like, as soon as I saw. I think
3: saw, the first time <laughs> that like a lot of us played together too was with chivalry back in the day. Back at like you know uh, Polaris and Game Station. So yeah, it's yeah. it's a pretty funny kind of full circle that you know we have a new a new one of those coming out at the same time that I make my, my glorious return on this podcast. So thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I hope that it's good.
0: Um,
3: yeah, fingers crossed. We'll see.
0: I've watched yeah. a couple streams of it. I, I'm trying to think someone, one of the bigger channels was playing it initially when I first saw it come out and I, I was like, oh, maybe I should try this. I always look to see what everybody else is playing on Twitch first before I dive into something because usually it'll end up being like, oh, this game looks kind of cool, but how many people are actually streaming it? And it ends up usually being just one really big streamer who just decided, hey, I'm just Mm -hmm. gonna play this random thing. And I'm like, oh yeah, maybe I should, Maybe it's the cult of personality thing. But as soon as I saw the game, I was like, yeah, I I would need friends to play this. So mm, not today, but I I did see some of the gameplay and it looked pretty interesting.
1: We had a, a we have a couple of friends who said that they tried to like play together and wind up on the same server and it was almost impossible. Like it was ooh. so hard to to just like manage to get in the same game. Um. So, yeah. That's discouraging. <laughs> like there there might be yeah there might be some issues, but mm. yeah, it sounds like a few of us are gonna play it tonight. So
0: ooh, see I look, it is. look. mm Um. Um. I- Oh, go ahead. No, go for it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was just going to say that I probably have played what I feel is probably my, so far, so far, indie game of the year uh, in Katana Zero this past oh. week. Yeah, uh, I still haven't
1: played that, but I hear it's great.
0: It is really, really good and super satisfying. Um, it's kind of like, I guess, a Hotline Miami sort of vibe to it. Um, build as... Uh, what is it? Neo-noir action platformer. And the combat is really tight. It's um, single hit kill, so insta-kill for yourself as well as your enemy. Um, The idea is that you have some precognition so you can uh, fast forward or you can slow down time. You can sort of plan out how you're going to execute and and kill everything. Uh, I really enjoyed the game. I'm just uh, such a fan of this game. I, as soon as I saw it, I, I loved the vibe initially because it's a you know, very 80s retro vibe. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't expect a whole lot because the, well, I should have expected a lot because Devolver is at least publishing it and Devolver ha- picked some, some pretty interesting They're hit or miss on some of them. Let's put it, let's be fair. But the developer, Soft had not done anything except for a couple Flash games. Uh, so I didn't have like super high expectations going into it, but, um, as, as soon as I got I, super hooked, super hooked, uh, mm. just, uh, I'm trying to think of like how to, how to best like hook you guys into it. Cause it's just, it's so, <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. Mm. The style is on its own. Just one of those worthy of checking out. Uh, the music is amazing. Everything in, down to the UI has the retro vibe. Um, yeah just the play style, the way that you go through. And you are you're basically a samurai wearing a bathrobe. Uh, <laughs> and so you have your uh, katana. And then the other option is you can pick up things and throw things like flower pots and, um, and cleavers, because cleavers just happen to be laying around. Uh, you apparently have been the victim of some PTSD post-war situation. You're being given drugs, injections by... This guy who seems more like a mob boss than anything else. And he'll give you missions, and you go in and complete them. Some of them are things like uh, you have to stealth through everything, don't kill anyone. Some of it is you have to kill absolutely everyone. Um, One of the initial missions, the first mission that you even get sent on, is to rescue a scientist. And they make it out like, oh, you must rescue him, You, you have to hurry, you have to do it quickly. And then you try to rescue him and you talk to him and you're like, hey, dude, we got to go. Uh, and then his head explodes. There's actually no way to save that scientist in the beginning. But you you go back through and, and you play through those bits over and over because you're like, there must be a way to do this. The game told me right. I could do this. And actually, no, you can't in that specific instance. But in a lot of the other instances, you're able to. Things like the dialogue changes um, and you have multiple options uh, that they give you to choose from throughout the story. Uh, some of them depend on how rude you're being. So you can cut off something like your mob boss who's giving you instructions on what your mission is. He'll call you on the cell phone and you can choose to hang up or be rude. And that, you know, changes how the story progresses, uh, changes the, the tone of everything. But um, I, I love the fact of the precognition. It's It's an interesting... An interesting gimmick. Initially, I thought it was going to be you know, solely the gimmick, but there are uh, different things like um, ricocheting bullets or hitting them with your katana and, and hitting them back at your enemies. Things that you're forced to use. I like the idea that you are forced to use everything at your disposal eventually instead of mm. giving you an outright, hey, this is the tutorial and this is how you do all of these things. Uh, each level seems to want to showcase that specific ability and then in later levels you start putting them all together and then they really do force you to to put them all together and make use of them and the combat is just so satisfying it works really well with a ps4 controller the rumbles in in there and it's just it's just so much fun um i have died so many times due to not planning (laughs) things out properly um because there are just so many enemies uh and the there's a lot of pop culture references as well. There's a, a level called. Yeah, the writing's great. Oh, the writing is so good. I'm, I'm. It it does get a bit um like trash language, I guess like a bit further in where it seems like they're relying a little bit on just being crude and going heavy on the whole drugs thing. But um, sure, there is a pyramid head in there. Uh, there's like Silent Hill references and. Um, I just like how how dark it is it's just super stylish that's just so much fun the combat's so tight it's so good
3: (laughs) yeah it's it's super fast-paced and it really feels like a mix between Hotline Miami and Sekiro Where in like Sekiro you've got this like one kind of tool set on which you have to fight everything and then you just master that and the better more you master it the the more efficient you'll be Mm -hmm. um so it really feels like that same style but with you know Hotline Miami's kind of Driving fast-paced kind of beats and energy and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, I actually uh, met Justin a few months ago Who built oh, the game um, and he actually asked me to do uh, some design consulting on it So I'm actually in the credits um, as someone who played it a few months ago. Oh, and that's so cool. Yeah Yeah, yeah, so I, I was one of the first times I got to uh, Affect the game a little bit and, and give some some thoughts on you know some of the the levels But um, yeah, it turned out so 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 great you did a great job
0: Mm. I'm I'm super I was super excited when I discovered it I felt like I always go to the the new releases section on Steam and I usually pick out at least one or two things and and give them a shot but this one as soon as I saw the art style that's what got me in I saw the trailer and I was like "Eh, maybe as soon as I loaded up within the first 10 minutes I'm like oh oh this is like a dead cells situation here we're going to be playing Mm. this a lot um (laughs) So, uh, yeah, and I guess there would be some replayability to it, given that the different choices that you make uh, should affect how the story goes a bit. Um, I know but, was working on
3: free uh, DLC as well. So
0: Yeah, I, um, I, that was the only thing I did not realize until getting, I guess, towards the end that it would be somewhat episodic. Um, that this is only the first part. So some people mm. may be saying, oh well, this is an unfinished game for 14.99 on Steam um, for me, I I feel like I put so many hours into again, just you know setting the fights up the way that I wanted to. there's some that, I did want to stealth through. You can defy the boss's wishes and and just kill everyone if you want to. Um, but instead, I did go through the stealth options, of course. Um, I did what I was told. And so, you know, playing it that way or going back and, and redoing some of them and seeing what will happen if you did kill all of them, I think there's some replayability in that. So I don't really get the whole hey it's an unfinished game especially if they're coming out with free dlc and again this is oh yeah
3: and it's it's pretty cheap too it was like 15 bucks i think right like it's pretty... yeah yeah
0: it's 14.99 yeah. right now on steam and i think they did over 100,000 copies in their first week which is amazing for That's an indie crazy. title like that and mm-hmm. i'm i'm in love with this kind of art style in a game, anyway. <laughs> it's just I knew this yeah. was going to be my jam, and I, I don't really know because I saw that there were only uh, a couple flash games that Software had done. But it seems to me that Justin and what is it like? Maybe a couple other people. Like it's a very small group of yeah. people that have developed mm-hmm. it, and the music is phenomenal. Like it's just it it ties it all together. It's just so good. I can't I can't praise this game enough. I really can't it's just, it's great. <laughs> Go play it.
1: Um, I have a couple of games that I played that I think people should check out. Um, okay. The first one is, I think the last time that we did the podcast, I talked about a point and click game called Unavowed. And um, that I beat, and it was great. And um, I also started playing another point like point and click game that just came out called Whispers of a Machine. And it is a cyberpunk point-and-click that adds in like mechanics for augmentations. So inside of the game, you play a um, like a a violent crimes officer, basically, and uh, you're in a world that has fallen apart after like a big robot uprising of some kind. Um, So, like, the world has kind of divided into people who are really interested in bringing artificial intelligence back and think that, you know, robots could be, like, the saviors of the human race, and then people who are like, absolutely not, like, we almost fucked up and got all of us killed, like, no robots ever again, um... And so you are brought in at the beginning of the game. You're brought in because there's been a couple of murders in a small town, and you're basically trying to figure out what happened. And like this whole like big story unravels throughout the game. But what's really cool is um, you there's there's like a little a little triangle that applies to your personality inside of the game. So at the very beginning, you're right in the center. And you can pull yourself through your choices and dialogue. You can pull yourself either more toward empathy, more toward assertiveness, or more toward um, being analytical. And depending on which direction you pull yourself in, you will obtain new augmentations. Um, so the idea is that you have like nanobots inside of you that, um, that assess what it is that you need and then and then create that ability inside of you. So you start off with three abilities. You can have um, super strength. You can uh, read somebody's biometrics so you can see whether or not like their heart rate like gets faster while they're talking about something and then be like, "Are you lying to me?" That kind of stuff. And you can also analyze uh, data and like DNA. So if you are looking at a crime scene, you can see like there's blood over here and blood over there. It's the same person. So you can do that kind of stuff just from the get go. Um, but again, yeah, depending on which direction you pull yourself in, sorry, there's a bunch of ruckus upstairs. Depending on which direction you pull yourself in, you will throughout the game get different augmentations. And so every aspect of the game can be solved in completely different ways. And um, the dialogue will totally change. It's super, super cool. It's like really interesting. Um, I really enjoyed it. it. It wasn't extremely long. It was like a, but it wasn't very short either. It felt like a, a really good, like manageable, you know, story game. Um, so I really, really enjoyed that game. If you're somebody who likes, who likes point and clicks and like story games and choice and that sort of stuff, it's, it's cool. Um, so there's that. And then the other game that I tried to play on stream, but I couldn't get it to work. So I played some of it off stream and I can't wait to play more. Is a game called Yuppie Psycho. I saw that. This game is a fucking trick, guys. <laughs> it is So fucking weird. So, um, the art style of the game is so awesome. And it's the reason why I started playing it. Um, it's a horror game with like this pixelated anime style, basically, to all of the cutscenes. And the actual like gameplay is like a really pared down, pixelated look. Um, and the idea of it is, you're you're in kind of a world where everybody is split up based on class, right? So A through E, I think, um, just people from birth are are designated a class, and depending on what class you are, you get to live in like different areas of the city. Um, you are a guy who is class G, uh, so it does go beyond E up there but (laughs) you're a guy who's class G and you've been given a letter you've received a letter in the mail that says hey um this huge corporation that is known for just being incredible um wants you to work there we have a job for you if you take the job you'll instantly be bumped up to class A for the rest of your life and we're like what the fuck that's incredible right Mm. like this must be a joke but Mm. if it's not a joke I can't afford to just ignore it so we're kind of this young kid and we we come in and uh and we try to you know find out whether or not this job is legit. And from the get-go, you're like, something's weird here. Like something's really weird. And within the first like half an hour of playing, a bunch of re- I don't I honestly don't want to tell you any more beyond yeah, that, I, but like I, I don't want <laughs> really to this, honestly. It shit great. Happens so fast that you're like, what is this <laughs> like this is fucking crazy um so yeah i'm i'm so excited to play more of it it's it's really bizarre like a really really bizarre game um and it is a horror game for sure but it's a horror game in in the sense that um you know just from looking at it you can tell if if you're the sort of person who maybe doesn't do well with a game like Outlast but still enjoys being kind of like spooked. This is more gonna be your speed, I think, because you know the style isn't realistic, and um, yeah, it's it's interesting and it's weird, and I'm really into it. <laughs> and I'm so sad that I can't get it to stream. But
0: Aww. what's the what's the issue with it streaming? It just
1: like it doesn't want to play nice, or so it. Anytime I, uh, I assume what you want. Um, anytime that uh, I start playing it, it freezes on the stream. Oh, I can't. I can't yeah, window stream. capture it. I can't desktop capture it. I can't game capture it. I've tried both uh, XSplit really? and OBS. Um, I tried XSplit really? off off camera, and while I was like trying to just actively stream, I was on OBS. Mm. But uh, yeah, no matter what I do, it freezes the second I start playing it. Does it but only on the stream?
2: <laughs> so wow. Weird. If you don't press record or uh, stream, does it still work?
1: It does the exact same thing, even if I'm not recording. And at first mm. it was saying that that it was like exceeding CPU or something like that. And so we were like, oh shit, there's something going on. But it's, I've had issues with it even when OBS and XSplit aren't open at all. Um, <laughs> so it's not like a fully, the game isn't, Broken, broken. <laughs> it's not broken, broken. It's definitely playable, but there are like mm. weird things that happen with it where I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like if I have the game in windowed mode, but I click on something else on my computer, if everything freezes, like that kind of oh, weird shit, where I'm like, "Yeah, annoying." But I like, like I'm so interested in this game that I'm still gonna play it. But you yeah, really it's, put it's up with it. Not, it's not optimized, I don't think, properly. Mm. Um, but it is interesting. So yeah. Mm. For
0: what that's worth. <laughs> yeah. um, did any of you guys happen to play Days Gone by any chance?
2: I did. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> I did. Do you um, want to talk about it a bit, Jesse? Yeah. Yeah. I'll talk about it. I think a lot of people are shitting on it because a lot of people like that they like shit on it, but it's not a terrible. Like people are out there like this game is Garbo Town. Like, it's not bad. It is uh, a zombie game that they – what's the best – how do I put this in the in the best way possible? It is a zombie game where they combine Grand Theft Auto and The Witcher together, and so you have <laughs> literally, like, a Witcher hunt mechanic, and you go around and do stuff with that mode on. You go do missions. You find weird stuff out in the wild, but then there are cars and and – you know you ride on your motorcycle and you get involved in crazy shit um to this game's detriment i think the biggest problem is that when the game starts there's there are the missions of a grand theft auto and like all the different things of you know i have to get i have to rep grind for this town in order to get stuff uh you're finding items you're repairing your motorcycle the the motorcycle itself that you ride in your motorcycle it has (laughs) it has parts you have to keep like an uptake on and and so you have all these different parts to it Mm -hmm. but to this game's detriment the big thing they showed off uh at e3 at all the events was the huge crazy zombie hordes and the game for a while hints at like oh them shits is coming for you and Mm -hmm. there's moments where they're in the background coming at you or you see them walking by but for the most part you're running from like the game sets up very very well that you as a person You can handle one zombie, you can handle two zombies. But when like three or four come at you, it's panic mode. Like you can't, Mm -hmm. there's nothing you can do fast enough to get the zombies away from you. So your best option is to run. And it sets that up very, very well because at the beginning of the game it sort of gives you this setup, gives you a story, gives you a plot, keeps it moving. Sometimes it's not told very well. And sometimes it's a little cliche that you're like the two biker dudes, but (laughs) it it, it, is, very slowly unfolds. And I think the biggest problem is you're expecting zombie hordes. You're yes. waiting for zombie hordes and it's, you don't see them. I'm not even joking about this. Maybe 15 hours into the game. Ooh. Like yeah. You don't get to them till much Plug. like if you're doing all the storyline stuff and you're exploring and doing, unless you stumble upon them naturally, there's nothing story driven about like, it takes forever to, and but then when it happens, like the insanity of the game ramps up the madness. by that point you're in it anyway but by that point the game the ramp up of the game and like the way the game becomes from the way it started is incredible like the ending of the game is like there's a lot of cool stuff that happens but it's one of those games where i feel bad they decided to like we have a slow burn on this and Mm. teach people like how to handle the mechanics and give people the story of like, we don't know what happened to the rest of the world. Like, oh my God, is that a government helicopter? Are there other people still out there? It's just crazy. Is the US government still, like that kind of thing. like levels built and it eventually ramps into what I consider like a fun game. But the burn to get there is so slow. And I understand, it's like when people tell you oh yeah, that's a great RPG. You got to play 40 hours and it becomes amazing. And you're like, do I want to invest 40 hours to get yeah. to a thing? <laughs> right, yeah. And I feel like this is one of those games where I can understand why people would shit on it because it doesn't feel like what you thought it was going to be mm. until much later. And by that point, if you're already that much in, you were fine with what it was to begin with. And so it's, it's an interesting, I don't know. I've always felt for a while that zombie genres kind of like burnout. So Mm -hmm. this might be the last wave of that, but World War Z was fun. Although it wasn't (laughs) really about zombies. It was about killing shit, right? The zombies are the shit to kill. Um, This is definitely like at the beginning, it has a very um, Walking Dead feel where the zombies and the undead themselves aren't the big threat. Like you can handle them and dispatch them fairly easily. The first sneaky area not like there's a few jump scary moments but it's not like you can stab a zombie shoot a zombie you're fine the little kid zombies i think are my favorite part they're <laughs> like oh they're, they're little kid zombies but they don't oh, no. like the kid zombies stay in packs they don't attack you they protect areas so you have to so if you like want to get into an area you have to take on like a whole pack of little kid zombies and these zombies <laughs> just, like jump through the air at you like yeah and they're terrifying and so the entire time, like, I'm sorry, shoot. I'm sorry, shoot. It's <laughs> the worst. And and but you can avoid them entirely. You don't have to interact. It's like everything about it's fascinating. There's all these different things, but for the most part, humans, like evil asshole humans, are the worst thing you have to deal with along the way. Be it roving bands of outlaws or like weird government agents or like dudes with the biggest problem I have is. A lot of the story missions have fail states that don't seem like natural fail states. And I guess it's because they have a semi-automatic gun and you have like a pistol. And so there's no way you're gonna take on like eight guys and you would die. But it doesn't even show you like you can't even run. It's just like you failed. And it's like what but, <laughs> but, but, And there's and I think at the end of the day there's a lot of bugs. I mean, but there bugs never bother. I'm a Bethesda fan. Bugs have never bothered me. I play games because I enjoy them. But um, there's a lot of, like there's, I was talking with Gerard the other day and he, they went into like a cave to go mm-hmm. get a zombie horde. And you know, when you kill stuff, you level up. He like lured out a zombie horde and they all fell through like a glitch floor, like, and just fell. And he mm-hmm. got all the kills for all the guys. Oh, wow. And massively <laughs> leveled up because all the zombies running i and just like fell through a floor. Um, for Those me- Those are glitches worth I having. Had, <laughs> yeah, for me, I had a glitch that pissed me off where I took a rock, I was following these um, government agents who were, like, exploring, like, the lore of where the zombies live underground and how there's a bunch of shit underground. There's, like, underground uh, caves in, I guess we're in Oregon, and there's underground caves. And so the zombies are hiding underground. And um, what, you have to sneak around following a scientist who has an escort with this, like, big gun. And so the whole point is you're trying to, like, distract the other guards so you can keep following them. I come to the stairs and I see a guard down the end of the stairs. I take a rock, throw it over to the right. The guard does not react, turns left and starts, or I, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I threw it to the left. The guard turns right and starts walking away. As I move forward a little <laughs> bit, the guard immediately turns back to where I threw the rock. There was like a weird delay and goes, what was that? And then shines the light right on me as I'm sneaking oh. past him. And I was like, are you yep. fucking kidding me? And so I lost immediately. I had to go redo like all of it. I was like, that's a dumb bug so things like that i think you can definitely deduct from the game it's far from perfect but it's not shit like it's there's a lot of moments where you're like oh my god this running there's there's one quest like a world quest that i had found that while running around something like pinged on my uh mini map and it was like what's that over there so i went and i ended up like tracking this dude who was out in the wilderness by himself for a long time and it's like how could he possibly live out here this long and you got to like see how this guy managed to keep the zombies at bay for so long and it's very cool but at the end of it you're like oh but he definitely didn't win because there are zombies all up on his corpse and and there's like when you find it you're like okay well the shit that's on his body i need but there are eight zombies around him how do i do this and so my my option was i ran and grabbed it and ran <laughs> as especially as so i'm like running through the woods and like eight zombies like Ugh! it's moments like that are very very fun and i think this game is it's littered with those moments but unfortunately i think the overall packaging and the overall like what the game is it takes so long to get to the good like this is what i wanted and that mm-hmm. sucks i hate like i hate when games do that when they they slow burn you and they try to like make you be part of the world. And it's like, yeah, but we get this world. We always get what the zombie world is. You don't have to re-explain it to us just because it's Mm -hmm. like a new world. We get zombie world. It's like every time they fucking reintroduce Spider-Man's history. Everyone knows that we don't need that anymore. Literally. No one doesn't know what happened to Peter Parker, but you don't want yet another
0: origin story with a different actor. What Jesse Cox and say it isn't. So (laughs) I, um, I feel like oh I'm sorry go ahead I didn't
2: realize you weren't finished <laughs> No uh, someone in chat said it's Horizon Zero Dawn but with like more bushes and yeah. shit it, it feels like that way too Yeah Horizon Zero <laughs> Dawn feels
0: yeah <laughs> Horizon, Horizon feels for sure um and some uncharted and uh, like and also maybe some Red Dead Redemption thrown in there if you all of those together and definitely some Last of Us when it comes to stealth because that stealth is bugged as f like
2: i will i will tell you um you can definitely tell at many points in the game that this was a concept that they changed halfway through Mm. like you can feel it that at one point this game was gonna be something different and they changed it because there's a lot of beats and a lot of moments that don't like the beginning of the game just to set like no spoilers here uh, just set it up the beginning, there's an intro scene that takes place during, I would assume, the initial apocalypse. It's never explained. Um, yeah. And there's a cut scene and you're like, okay. Then it cuts to two years later mm-hmm. and you're like out on the road with your bro. And so there's a lot of moments like that where the story like just pushes ahead without any real context as to why you're pushing ahead or why we didn't need to see a thing or why we did need to see some things. And it feels like there was stuff added and stuff changed. It definitely feels like they had a concept, probably showed it at E3, probably the footage we all have seen with like running on the, the building and the zombie hordes chasing up to the tower. Um, and then at a certain point, people played it enough. They were like, well, this needs more. And so they added more, but maybe that's why it doesn't take off till later 'Cause they mm-hmm. added all that front end stuff. I don't know. I don't know, but it feels a little disjointed. So no, yes, I, I, it's not I feel perfect. But it's fun. it's a fun game. It's just not great.
0: No, I feel like you're a hundred percent right. Um the whole flip flop between's like the past, this is you know, what's happening now, why I some of that it kept me interested though, I will say that much for
2: it. Um sure. <laughs> I, I mean The whole O'Brien storyline I thought was fascinating. <laughs> like that kinda of sounds like damn it, O'Brien. Yeah.
0: I mean Deacon on his own is boring Bland I mean dude just mutters to himself And that, that is I can't With, with this guy um, I, He's just bland I don't
2: mm. But let me just give a mm. shout out to Bill Fucking Boozer Your friend Bill Boozer is his name And he <laughs> Literally every Like motorcycle Vin Diesel dude Who ever lived and I love him The man's name was fucking Bill Boozer and he's just ever. like, let's do it, bro. I love him to death. He's such a trope, and I don't care.
0: <laughs> um, things I I liked about this game so far is it's it's average. Uh, there's nothing like crazy. There are bugs, and they're they're copable bugs. Right. You can you can get past them. Gameplay, the gameplay loop on its own is fun if you can. Put you it just like watch her set
2: herself on fire because that was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Um, just the game itself, it, it, it is meh. You know, it's not bad, but it's not like, oh, my gosh, this is what, you know, exactly what I was hoping this game would be. Um, Even when I saw the E3 footage initially, I was like, oh, great, another zombie game, PS4 exclusive. Yay. But we had a lot of really good PS4 exclusives. And I know that sounds like heresy to say, but it's true. We've had a, a fair few amount of... PS4 exclusives that have been pretty up there. You look at things like Red Dead Redemption, and you're expecting things to be on that level. And when something isn't on that level, especially something that's been a bit hyped up, you feel a little bit left down, uh, or let down. I, I felt like the environment was just very grayed out. I just, it's not like Horizon for me,
1: where it's you know just so like, beautiful, yeah, right. just
0: like, whoa. I mean, I get yeah, it. Yeah, watching a zombie this game. footage, I'm
1: like. Mm-hmm. It's, the palette is so washed out, which I get mm. for a zombie game, but at the same time, it's like it's not inspiring in any way. And there's
0: obviously yeah. day and night cycles, and uh, you know, even then, environmentally, it, it just didn't it didn't really do it for me. Um, not like with some other games where it's like, oh, this is just super interesting. I can't wait to explore this specific area or go out here. Um, just no. Uh, the survival trees—they're I mean, very standard, you know. Melee guns and survival—the uh, weapon selection for the guns, like the amount of guns that you're able to access, eh, meh. Nothing really special there. The,
2: like some of the upgrades to yourself, though, are pretty cool. Yes, like, some of the things yeah. you can do to yourself, and like and the oh, motorcycle to too.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I I do like the whole you know, hey, we can do all of these upgrades to our our motorcycle because of the. It takes fuel to fast travel. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It takes fuel to do, and if you are, um, and like Jesse was saying earlier, if you get to that point where, you know, it's a slow burn going in, sure, maybe the most that you would, um, most zombies that you would run into, maybe it's like a pack of 10, sure, and you semi-strategically, you know, move yourself around to deal with each one individually, fine. Um, When you do finally come upon the zombie horde, uh, you are not prepared. And if you are out of fuel, good luck. Enjoy that. Um, the scarcity is definitely a problem. Uh, can be, I suppose. If you weren't prepared if you just didn't know when that wall of zombies was going to hit you. If you didn't plan in advance, I feel like it's a, it's a rough wall to, to hit. Um, yeah. So it, it does feel disjointed. Um, so I, I, definitely agree with Jesse on the whole, Hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe halfway through, we, we made a, a bit of a turn here, not just in story, but also in maybe kind of how the game was supposed to play out a bit, um, all through E3 footage. It was all hordes,
2: tons of zombies, zombies upon you don't, zombies. You don't get that for no. a long time. No, I don't 15 hours might be hyperbole, but it f- literally, I think that may be like just an accurate statement based it on is. time played. It is. Like, I'm, I'm about the same point.
0: Mm-hmm. It was like yeah. waiting for the dragons to show up in Game of Thrones, like for seasons and seasons and seasons. When are the dragons going to get here? Oh, they're coming. Um, it's the same thing with the zombies. That's how I felt. Uh, we're three patches in for bugs, and I still have some bugs that I run into that are a bit game-breaking-ish. Um, I couldn't even stream it, really, because it just it's like laughing at me it's like no we're not frame rate drops everywhere with that game even on a ps4 pro and and it's in areas where nothing is happening that's the thing hmm. that gets me that's when so fra- weird. well yeah when frame rate drops when there's nothing around all of a sudden um When you ride your motorcycle, there are some, you know, uh, rocks that you can basically use as ramps. And then, of course, there are some rocks that are part of the environment. And if you go at them full speed, you might kill yourself. Um, So the draw distance has been problematic with things like that because you, you are dropping frames and you're not getting the full thing. And then all of a sudden, boom, you just <laughs> head first into a boulder that you thought, oh, hey, this is going to be a ramp. I can totally jump this. No, no, you can't. Mm. No, you can't. Um, so issues like that make it a little less fun. But overall, the game is enjoyable. I don't hate it. I just it's one, not exactly what I thought it was going to be until you get to a certain point in, like Jesse said. Um, and two, it just seems to be OK it's serviceable it's it's a good time if you have the time to put into it it's just not it's not you know it's not gripping me into where I'm like oh yeah I must play more of this instead I feel like I need to play more of it in order to justify my time investment that I've already put into the game right and I don't like feeling that way (laughs) so yeah that's my rant on on days gone (laughs) thank you for coming to my TED talk (laughs)
2: yeah it's it's a fine game it's not a great game that's what
1: literally that's what everybody that I know who's played it has said it's not bad it's fine
2: (laughs) it's fine. there's no reason why I would say like go get it but if you want to if you're like I'm looking for a game to play to kill 40 50 60 hours this is one of them that you could choose (laughs) I mean like that's the most glowing review I can give you could choose this one It's easier
0: than Sekiro. GG. You know, if you're looking for something else to play on your, if you're looking for something to play on console and, uh, you know, DMC didn't do it for you, Sekiro's a bit too hard. Hey, here you go. Enjoy your open world and eventual zombie horde. Mm -hmm. Do it. (laughs) Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. I played a lot of games. Uh, I also played uh, Dark Devotion. Recently, uh, which is a, a Souls game, <laughs> has some controller bug issues. Oh, Souls! Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't really have too much to say on it because I feel like even though I played maybe two and a half, three hours of it, it just felt like the progression was so bogged down and just not there. And uh, it's just another Souls game. There's so many better Souls wannabe games that it just, it held no, nothing special. Like, jumped out and was like, hey, this is, it Somebody's looks really good.
2: Some of designs are dope, though. Wow, uh, for yeah, pixels? They look really cool.
0: Because most of the, my game choices are things like Kingdom. You know, I love my pixel art. So things like Kingdom, things like Katana Zero, stuff like that, that that's, my, that's my art, like, <clears throat> vibe. So that was what initially attracted me to this game and i got into it the controller issues with it because i i I prefer to play souls games with a controller just how i roll with things um i just felt like i there was nothing crazy special about it i would rather play salt and sanctuary or go back and play dead cells I mean, there were certain elements of all these souls games that were different and and you know took that genre to a bit of a different level for me and this just more of the same.
2: me out! Do you play as like a sexy badass redheaded chick? Because yeah, you do. Never mind. I know. Well, I know. Best game That's, of the
0: year. Yep. That, yeah, I figured you might say that just <laughs> enjoy. Enjoy. Why? I do want to play more of it just because I feel like I haven't given it much of a chance because of the um, the meta progression. I've only just now gotten a couple upgrades that are more permanent, so I want to go back to it, but I'm not sure entirely if I'll stream it because it seems like it's going to require a lot more of a, a time investment. It's going to be one of those things where I'm like, eh, just like with Dead Cells, maybe I'll just take it on on the Switch or whatnot and, and play it in my spare time and whatnot instead of uh, dying over and over and over and over and over again on stream, even though that is the idea behind these games. It just gets to a point where it's, like, ad nauseum. <laughs> Anything else you guys played that you want to talk about?
1: Um, I just want to say, because I love the game and I'm very sad, Atlas Reactor is shutting down uh, June 28th, I think. It's like a it's a multiplayer XCOM, basically, with heroes. And it's so good, and it's such a fun game, and there aren't really any other games like it and i'm very sad. and if you want to uh, try out a game like that and play with some buds um yeah, you only got like a, a bit a month mm. to, to try it out. But it's I'm very good.
3: I'm really fascinated by like well, you know like like big MMO style games that have mm. like long died, you know like the this this kind of ghost of a world that no longer is inhabited but used to be. Like yeah, re-exploring yeah. that, you know. So i I've wanted to to do something with RuneScape for a while. I know people still play RuneScape, but like, you know, like a private server or some sort of like, like way of of exploring it without meeting other people would be really interesting. Sure. Uh, someone in the chat said.
1: Idea.
3: Can can we talk about the Sonic movie trailer? I don't know. Is I mean, this is a we games can. podcast, but I think we definitely
0: is... cover nerd culture and whatnot. We talk about things like Avengers and Game of Thrones yeah. and stuff every once in a while. I wouldn't even
3: know if this is nerd culture this is more like cryptid like <laughs> you know, where this is this is something that shouldn't exist and i think we have to do our service and, and make that
2: known. all right before 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 we start okay. <laughs> sure. there were two things i actually liked in this trailer one okay <laughs> The Sonic Rings around the Paramount logo—I thought that was very nice. I, I like stars, The
3: logo cool. of Paramount. Okay, they did yeah, a great job do, of integrating the brand.
2: And do I think the very last, like split-second shot of Jim Carrey kind of looking like Eggman, was yeah. was nice. Yeah. Everything after the logo and before that is insanity. Do yeah. you guys think I was?
1: I was Thanks. trying to figure this out for myself. Mm-hmm. Do you think that because? the Detective Pikachu trailers are so good in that, like, uncanny valley, weird, fluffy thing way that it has made it so that the Sonic trailers feel worse than they are. I don't
2: think it has anything to do with Sonic's...
3: I didn't think about Pikachu once. I was... (laughs) I was thinking about it. Sonic.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting. Here's, Here's my... I'm like... I was waiting for Jim Carrey to be the glue that holds his bullshit yeah. together. Mm-hmm. And, and scene, I scene I think he will was
3: be. Awful. But the, the scene, scene they, they
2: showed, showed of it was so bad.
3: The, the scene they showed
2: stage. was every time I have ever tried to do like some sort of skit where we've long since gone off script, but we <laughs> are just fucking around like trying to make it funny again. But yeah. we keep trying and nothing's happening. And so we're like, fuck it, keep going. And they use that clip as the one they showed, where he's, it's like Jim Carrey- That Carey was the big reveal. Moves, but yeah. it's not funny. Like it's him just being like, oh, 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 oh. and you're like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's not, you know that there probably was a funny maybe, fingers crossed, scene attached to that, but that's not what we got. They didn't show shit. Yeah, why didn't <laughs> like, they like,
3: they show him being introduced. Like that's the first time we see him and I get that because that's like a great trailer shot, but then you cut to a different part of him reacting to something or saying something they just kept the whole scene like it's we watched an uncut scene from the movie and i was just like where's this landing and then it didn't land anywhere and i I think the thing that really disturbed me though and i'm sorry i'm getting heated but this this sonic character i mean we've all made fun of how awfully looks but like it's worth going back and looking super closely the proportions are
0: oh i I don't know yeah
3: whose idea it was it's not quite like cartoony but it's not quite realistic it's trying to be somewhere in the middle that is so unappealing in every sense they there's a shot where you pan across a corner of his room filled with these sneakers that he's been wearing Wh- why would i want to see Sonic's stinky sneakers as like their reveal of sonic it, i didn't mind that really i i he's just gross he's this gross little <laughs> animal that is sweaty now that i imagine he's sweaty with his stinky shoes in the corner he's I'm got out. these teeth you know,
2: Okay, time sorry, off. go. Is he an animal or is he an alien? He, he said, he's not from this yeah. world.
1: Yeah, the scene where he was like, I guess I, I gotta save your planet. Sam and I were like, are you an alien?
2: <laughs> what is the story here? Are, are the rings used to travel to alternate dimensions? Oh, fuck. Because at one point they fly into a ring. Yeah. Guys, yeah. I don't know what the, f- this, is, this is Mario movie levels of insanity. Yeah. They're yeah. like, they took the initial concept and then decided to do nothing with it, only keep the name. Like, this is crazy, man. Honestly, not only... Like... not
3: So, uh, real quick on the <laughs> ring topic. Uh, they played the ring sound effect, like, three times in that trailer. It was the same, just like, Daloo! and yeah. each time I was like, just, are you reminding us this exists? Like, what? what is, like, w- what is the purpose of this, this, this ring sound? It's like such an easy, like, bait. For for fans to be like, oh, they know that the rings are relevant in the in the games. <laughs> it's just, oh boy.
1: No, me, like I think I think I could get over how Sonic looks. the The thing that is so like weird, uncanny valley for me that makes it difficult is his lips and teeth. Mm-hmm. Oh,
3: his nose, his eyes
1: wh- are his eyes. Mm-hmm. I'll get over it. His nose is fine. Even the fur is a bit, but his like. <sighs> His like little mouth is so weird, yeah. and I feel so bad because you know that there are so many people who are working their butts off on this movie, <laughs> and I feel so bad being like, whoever told you to do the mouth like that, my boy, it is. I hate it. Yeah. How are you going to put a chili yeah, dog in that? A chili dog's not going to fit in that. It's not going to
0: happen.
3: There's like. Just the, the the big creative director, like I mean, the character designer. I'm not sure whose responsibility it was, but like, there's so many people that had to say yes, or at least not say, "Sir, this looks very bad." And I, I and I, sir, and or ma'am, I think let's go back, let's let's revisit this. There has to be a better design. No one, no one spoke up. Some, or maybe they did, and they got fired. I don't know. I don't know whose passion project this was. Who pushed this through across the finish line? But I, I hope they get fired.
0: As soon as it, it just, did the whole I am here to see your plan. I'm just like Captain Marvel, are we going to go through this again? Please no.
2: <laughs> no. The tagline is every hero has a genesis, y'all. A genesis. <sighs> we reference oh. the console. Oh, oof. That's not clever. That is no. not clever. It's funny. it just... doesn't they might as well have done the like, like they like the, the, yeah. the ring noise when they showed that because all it was was just like you remember, right, kids?
3: Like, yeah. Oh. Yes, yeah. fellow kids. We love oh. this. It's
0: every character has a genesis, but this dude's got to be like what thirty-some odd years old, wearing these stank shoes, and I mean it's the only item of clothing he actually wears, so. I guess we have to show something, but he's like warming up like he's about ready to just do some really intense cardio and get in there and get those rings and the sound Here's happens the thing, and like- you're like you're like in the casino when the wheel of fortune thing goes off and it's just like, oh, is this, is this our call to battle? Are we all going to crowd around at the theater and buy those tickets? No, no, we're not.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I feel so clearly like I saw the process of this movie getting made where, you know, there was a meeting it, it, in the you know the the movie production studio, and they're like, all right, what are some possible scripts we can do? And someone comes forward and says, uh, by our calculations, this percentage of the public is aware that Sonic exists. And they're like, that's a lot of people. They're like, <laughs> quick, get me everything on this Sonic character. And they come back and they're like, well, he's from this uh, Genesis. Oh, oh. Big
0: Sonic.
3: Big Sonic. Oh. Uh, <laughs>
1: You died for a second there, Kraken. Yeah, you died.
2: Sega Sorry. took you out.
3: What, what well, happened? Am I back? I have, I'm,
1: a, I'm afraid
0: the copyright claim has come in as know, we're streaming. Why, they want to shut your ish down.
3: Who I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah.
2: Oh, God. him no, again. It it. It's, it, felt- <laughs> it got you again. Every time you start to go in on it, you're like, but yeah, it cuts out. Oh yeah. My not to cheap topics. I'm not gonna say anything else. I'm not gonna say anything yeah. else. <laughs> else. on like the hat shit. Like you were there in the room and you saw. Yeah. You saw some shit go down. Like I, and they I gotta go, guys. There's someone at my door. door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> open up. Oh, okay. It's it's no.
0: Warner Brothers. we <laughs> here. No. Uh,
2: I don't even know. Like this is what actual aliens look like, and this is just setting us up for when they arrive. Like this is oh. what that's the shit you're about to say, and they're like, pull oh, the plug real aliens look like sonic in this movie <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: i think the mm-hmm. timing is a bit odd for this though because i mean well not odd expected i guess because of detective pikachu coming out in what a week a week and a half i'm
1: so, i can't wait
2: um, for, for can't. your
3: cats in blue or in yellow is the, is the choice
2: <laughs> i uh the the poster that i posted today on twitter Pikachu looks so cute I can't get over how like although I will say the poster Mm. it's like a Chinese poster that has Pikachu and he has like a really cute face but unfortunately Mm. I think I hit my Uncanny Valley moment with Pikachu I can't not look at Pikachu's hands now his hand I I can't not see it it's terrifying to me like it literally is a little man it's a little man with a thumb oh it's terrifying I don't like it. He looks so cute. The smile, the way he looks, and then you just see his hand and you're like, oh no. Oh, I don't like it one bit. It's like being his hit by fur. That is so cute. Where? To
0: oh. be fair, though, Sonic's hands are, are way worse. Actual human oh, yeah. hands, no, no gloves, no gloves. Yeah,
3: just you like see the frame where he's hands. in the bag and this little monkey paw comes out and like zips it shut? <laughs> I genuinely like got unsettled this mm. little like sweaty blue monkeys like like you see his eyes poking out as he's like zipping himself into your gym bag like
2: also nope. can we just take a moment to talk about how there's a scene in the trailer you know it's in the movie but a scene in the trailer for sonic about kidnapping children that's like a <laughs> joke in the trailer like well it's not my kid like what <laughs> what oh yeah Mm-mm.
0: <laughs> it feels weird for Jim Carrey to even be involved in this because of being the Grinch, like previously kind of thing. It's like you traded fur for for the I mean, opposite side of things, and it was he, kind of like big, then too. So like, it's like
3: artistical kind of revelation. I feel like where he's like, you know, with like you know, eternal sunshine of a spotless mind, and kind of his mm-hmm. his whole anti Hollywood rants, and I, he moved very far from doing these kind of movies. So oh yeah. It it is surprising that it came back. I I feel like out of any character, the casting of him as Eggman was correct. But like,
0: oh, he's eccentric
2: for sure. Yeah, Uh, it's just like
3: (laughs) it's not going to help if if the rest of the movie. I don't know.
2: Yeah, the reveal they revealed an Eggman that didn't look like Eggman, didn't act like Eggman. But then at the very end, they were like, like, well, there's Eggman. (laughs) Yeah, but there's Eggman in this movie, and it's such a weird. Yeah. is it, I mean, the, story of the Eggman? Is this how
3: he becomes like man.
1: Yeah, exactly. The implication is that he was a normal ass dude, and then the insanity well, of trying to well. capture Sonic drove him to
2: be what we know. Just shave as
3: his head memory. and fucking grows his beard.
2: That yeah. story Did we, is that the story we all needed? Is his origin?
3: If like, right. okay,
2: this is—it's not about this, Sonic. It's
3: this is comic. how yeah that this is how this movie redeems itself. The entire time we think it's a Sonic movie, it's actually an Eggman <laughs> origin story. And the entire time Sonic is the bad guy, Eggman stops him. That, I would actually, I would see that. This this is, I'm convincing myself, this may be, there's like more to it.
2: Like Ace Ventura level Jim Carrey, where he's like yeah. shit and and like, do not go in there, all that stuff. But it's just him as Eggman. That'd be a movie. That would be a movie we could all get behind.
0: My mind has been blown. Now I've, I'm seeing this in a whole different perspective. Now, thank you so much, Greg. <laughs> I
3: need. I just want them to dump the gym bag with Sonic into a river and load it down with rocks, and then we can get on with Jim Carrey.
1: What the okay? fuck? Whoa! Dark. Everyone deserves
3: dark. Sonic though, he's, Sonic not from our, he's not from our planet. Okay, he's he <laughs> shut down the whole eastern seaboard or west or what? The Pacific Northwest power grid because he ran a little quick. This guy is a danger. I am with the government. Let's <laughs> what capture <him>. the fuck? <laughs> not like this.
0: No, definitely not like this. Um mm-hmm. I was trying to think of do you, you guys want to talk about Endgame at all or Game of Thrones? I don't know how we can. Stuff? Yeah,
1: without yeah, massive spoilers.
0: spoilers yeah. With people, so. yeah, too soon. I, I'll
3: say it like both of them, so. Yeah,
0: yeah, they're both they're both pretty good. Both pretty good. Like, I could could deal with less Captain Marvel, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i have issues I with think her she's
2: wonderful for
0: yeah i'm not gonna say it I i'm not gonna always say
2: it. be your foil i think she's wonderful oh what do you think she is i uh yeah i, I find like her both. unnecessary <laughs> i think both were dope and uh yeah that's all i'll say if you want mm. to know my look i think there's a lot of plot holes in yeah there avengers. are avengers But like, whatever. I enjoyed Mm -hmm. the shit out of that movie. If you didn't Mm -hmm. walk out of the movie like, God damn, that was fun. Then I don't know. You got problems. Uh, When it comes to Game of Thrones, I thought that was super fun, if not too dark. But uh, that was fun. If you want to know my real thoughts about one particular character, I made a video. Go watch it. I rant about one character for 16 minutes that I do not (laughs) like. And it is not the character you're probably thinking about. Wow, I'm really I'm gonna curious. Go this is the right best now. clickbait. I'm gonna- I'm I know, gonna right? Through. I'm curious, too. I'm it's like... one character that I was just like, this character sucks. And so, if you want to know my thoughts on that, there you go. It's on the internet. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm I I guess now in
3: my head. That is, I, I would agree with you. There are yeah, too many characters
0: our... in Game of Thrones right now. <laughs> there, there just after are. The...
2: Well, like after the episode, I loved everything about that episode, except it made one character really dumb. And so I had like, I, I went back, rewatched it, had a thought, thought about the entire show and the books and everything. And then I just rambled for 16 minutes about it. And I, right. thankfully most people are on the same page as me because it seems like shitty writing, but whatever.
0: Uh, I still let me enjoy guess, the show? Is I it the character it's... who did absolutely nothing?
2: I don't know which one that is. <laughs> I don't know which one you're we referring to. Let's for not, let's not, not. I shouldn't go
3: anymore. I, I want to protect people's spoiler.
2: Yeah, yeah, but I will say, like, it's still an entirely very fun watch, and I think the people who were complaining last season about, like, travel times, if that's your fucking complaint, like, you're not enjoying it, (laughs) like, you're just not, maybe, you're not enjoying the show, just, like, let it go, it doesn't have to, you know, whatever, that's all I'm gonna say.
0: The only thing I'm gonna say about it, and it's not a spoiler, because I'm not gonna tell you what happens in it, but Leanna Mormont CGI. That is all I'm going to say. Go back and rewatch it. The CGI, for Liana Mormont. just do it.
3: Okay. <sighs> you
0: could tell where they spent the budget. That's all I'm saying. You could tell where they spent the budget. yeah she is.
3: Yeah, I just know that the shoot apparently was crazy. With like, it was 55 days, all night shoots, all not night. days, all night shoots, in like the cold part of uh, was it Ireland, Scotland? Somewhere. Like, yeah, I
2: think Ireland, maybe.
3: Yeah, I think it was Ireland. Um,
2: I, I, I do have a question. Well, this just goes to I think everyone here has been a part of some sort of production shoot or something like that. It blows my mind that in season seven, they had a nighttime thing where they just used like blue tones to make it look darker. Mm. This they clearly just filmed it in the dark and it yeah. made it so hard to tell who was on screen sometimes. I was like, is that someone I care about or is that just a dude? Like, what is it? and i know yeah. it was i know yeah. it was a, a like a choice they made cuz the episode's called like the long night so i get like the choice they're making but boy i would not have made that choice cuz yeah, I, I, like-
3: I i felt similarly um i i think the other point of it could be a, an attempt to save budget makes sense because you know with the scale they're dealing with they couldn't they couldn't visualize everything that they would have needed to with good visibility <laughs> So by limiting visibility, they can have the impactful moments be more visually kind of interesting than, than the others. They so that, some, like, that's how I could rationalize it. But also, you know, it's a, it's a fair complaint.
2: Yeah, they had some like really amazing visual moments that involved the dark, which was cool. Yeah, but there totally. seems like someone sneaking through the castle that probably could have been a little brighter. So you're just like, wait, who is that? Is that a friend? Like you just couldn't tell. And it made me feel even older than I already am. Where I was like, Turn the turn down the lights. Let's what is happening. Yeah. Oh, I had
1: I had some friends who were like, "Oh, well, I have, you know, the highest quality television possible. So I was able to see everything perfectly." Or like I know one guy who does props in Hollywood and he was like, well, I was invited to see it on a big screen at the Chinese theater. So it was oh incredible. And I was like, great, that doesn't help me. I couldn't see shit. Or the majority <laughs> of the viewing audience. This is a humble brag about your life.
3: I was, I was about to say actually, that I recently got a TV that, that shows like True Black <laughs> and then I'm so glad I didn't because you immediately <laughs> slapped me down preemptively. But I, you know, Just, just saying. <laughs>
2: it helps is what yeah. is the point yeah it does help but if you like, have there's you also the problem stuff. is if you're wa- i we watched it on just like hbo it's i didn't use like hbo go or anything so i also I was going through cable as well so yeah. no matter how great i thought it could look it's still gonna come out weird pixely shit like even cable's like it's full okay no, never is cable's bullshit. so i don't know it was mm. it was it was great i mean like there's this is all nitpick bullshit complaints it was a yeah. lot of fun, the episode, but it was just one of those things where it was like, some of the choices y'all made don't make any fucking sense, but okay. It's supposed to be the
0: big, you know, the very first big episode that we get this season, and you're thinking... It's the only
1: big one, technically.
0: Yeah, but you're thinking you're gonna get, like, the Battle of the Blackwater, you know? You remember how amazing that that episode was? The how it was... was yeah, 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 it was Bastards amazing. Was,
3: was the best fight, I think.
0: But, and then this one, yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys. I... I it took me a moment to figure out who was creeping along that hallway too. It's like, wait, is this an enemy? Is that not an enemy? Who who even is that? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And then you have to wait for the facial shot to come
2: around. You're like, oh, okay. And I, and I can understand how in certain scenes, that being an artistic choice, especially in the beginning, I think the way they shot in the beginning oh, was very, very dark.
3: First, yeah, 30 minutes were, were master class, I thought. And
2: you couldn't mm. see stuff. And then when it lit up for reasons that I'm not going to explain, when it lit up, Mm. Then you're like, okay, this makes sense. Now we're like in it. Now I can see everything. Nope, <laughs> that lasts about five minutes. You're like, oh, all right, back to not knowing what the hell's going on. And I think artistically, you can understand the beginning. And you're like, oh, the panic of battle, oh, yeah. the fog of war, and you have no idea what's going on, and everyone sort of freaked out. I get it, mm. but for an hour and a half of that, you're like, my whole my eyes hurt. <laughs> like this is rough. So I don't know. I'm curious to see where they go with the rest of the season. I think it could be fantastic uh, or insane, and I'll take both honestly. If they throw like eighty curveballs, and it, even if it doesn't make sense, but it's like really entertaining TV, I'll be fine. But like, <laughs> just make me entertained. Don't make me have to like. I want
3: a curveball, please, so bad. I'm begging for curveballs. That's all <laughs> I want. I've my my friends and I do a bracket every single season for like who we think is gonna live and die, and who's gonna end up on oh, gosh, the yes. throne and lord it forever. Um and so uh yeah, we've got like really complicated sheets of all these different kind of predictions. Um I will say, uh I don't think this counts as a spoiler. Uh there's a certain character that's been on my list since the first like season he was introduced, and he's like been my ace in the hole. And you know, <laughs> man, I'm I'm all in on this guy. Uh is he, he, To die he or survive. Sur- to survive. This uh, guy this guy's he's going far. I got I got some
2: some big belief in him I- I read maybe a year ago, maybe two years ago, that the whole story ends with an insane next level plot twist that involves a major character that becomes pure evil. And I was like, that's dumb. That makes no sense. But now you could probably see it.
0: Yeah, they would. If they
2: do that shit in like the second to last episode, and it involves King's Landing, involves all that stuff. So to me, I'm like could it actually be real especially like, now with the last episode i'm like yeah could if that shit happens i'll be yeah. so like blown away i won't care if it's stupid if it's or not like, well if it's not just like out of the blue
1: but if it's done well and you're like oh yeah that would be amazing that'd be
2: fascinating so i'm all for i'm all for a good uh like Twisterino. yeah like playing with our expectations i think is fine but also sometimes like don't sometimes let us have the things we want because we've been waiting so long yeah. to see a thing don't like you know whatever well that's too many spoilers let's shut up <laughs>
0: I mean, we're beyond source material at this point for the for the yeah. majority. So you know, I, I feel it's all, like it's all, yeah, it's all it's all it's all good at this point. But uh, yeah, I guess we're nearing the uh, the end of our uh, show as it is. So maybe do some shout outs. I mean, we we actually talked about a lot of games today. Yeah, we Whoa. did a gaming podcast that talks about video games. What's that? You're in welcome, internet. <laughs> If you guys are complaining about games to play, you didn't watch the entire show. Go
2: back and rewatch. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of them are free too. A lot of them are yeah. free games that you have no reason not to check out. Very mm. true. Very true.
0: We didn't even talk about games that we are looking forward to playing because that's that's how crazy we went about this whole thing. Um, Jesse, what are, what are you? What's coming up for you on the channel this week, or what are you up to?
2: Yeah, uh, this week, uh, literally. Later today, there's going to be that video for uh, the game we talked about at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Uh, you going to check out Lorelai, which is by the same people who did Cat Lady, which I'm very excited to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking at that. Uh, A game called Backbone came out where you play as a raccoon detective. I also want to play that. (laughs) Check that out. Uh, Heaven's Vault is another game where you are like a... Archaeolo- Archaeologist Archeologist? Archeologist? Thank you. You're uh, welcome. And that looks very cool. And then there's a game called Sigma Theory that I'll figure out to check out, too. I literally have a cool. thing on my de- like a list of games on my desktop. And now that I'm doing like new stuff for the channel, I can actually play a lot yeah. of things. And so this is great. And so I'm having a ton of fun, just going around doing new stuff and playing new games. And um, I think I still owe it to everyone, no matter what. Even though I'm like, I don't want to do Let's Plays anymore. I think I owe it to everyone to get really drunk and let's play the quiet man still. It's been on my oh, desk for so long. Yes. I yes,
0: too. yes, yes I owe it to the world to do this and you I just
2: have it. So.
0: For the VO alone, Jesse Cox, literally you you promised me. <laughs> the thing
2: is I I loaded it up to see like what I would have, you know, before you record or whatever, you want to like make sure everything works. Oh, yeah. And I guess they patched in subtitles. I didn't know that it didn't have subtitles before. So they mm. patched in subtitles, so now I'm like upset that I don't, I didn't get the original experience where you like had no clue what was going on. Oh man! So Oof. it's on my list of things to do. I'm very excited. I'm but sure
3: there's a mod that would take him back out. You know. Yeah, I'm
2: like sure that.
1: that must exist. Kraken's the king of mods. He knows. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So that's coming down the pipeline, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah. I think that's. I'm looking at the calendar for fun stuff, but oh shit, Dodger. Yes um let's get together there's a new chapter for life is strange coming soon oh Sick.
0: content nice you nice you that's it for me enjoy, enjoy <laughs> <your> week, everybody <laughs> how about you dodger what's coming up for you on the channel
1: um i really want to play tells of neon c and i want to play backbone um that's on my list as well uh yeah, um, I mostly stream nowadays. So if you would like to come hang out with me, I'm at Dex Bonus on everything, including Twitch. Later today, uh, we'll be continuing the Hildebrand storyline in Final Fantasy XIV. My cousin and I play Final Fantasy XIV every Tuesday after the podcast. So if you'd like to come hang out, I'm still grinding to get that car. <laughs> you get the Final Fantasy 15. Gonna car get it. You're right gonna, get it. <laughs> I'm gonna get it. Uh, get <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, just uh, just generally chilling. So if you'd like to come hang, that'd be great. Awesome.
0: How about you, Kraken? What's happening for you on your channel? More Pokemon, something else, more Mortal Kombat? What's going on? Uh,
3: Yeah, so Sam and I are going to probably playing more of our Pokemon run in the next week or so. Um, we're having a lot of fun with that. Uh, tonight, we got Mordhau, the chivalry-esque looking game, medieval evil fighting thing, uh, and then um, coming up in the future i'm gonna be doing a subathon pretty soon like my another 24 Ooh. hour thing um last time uh it got pretty rowdy i we, i had a sub goal for uh dressing up as a schoolgirl
0: um, oh my goodness and i knew we were <laughs> gonna
3: hit but i didn't know when so mm. I actually before the stream had my friend do my makeup and i was fully done up and then for the first two hours uh we didn't hit it yet so I was just <laughs> quietly playing like as a school <laughs> the entire time and nobody knew because there's no webcam on. Wow. Um, until suddenly I, uh, we hit it and then I just turned it on. I was like already there and they all freaked out. So, uh, I don't know I what I'm going to pull it this time. Yeah. I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not, I don't know what sort of craziness going to pull this time, but it's gotta, I gotta one up that somehow. So.
0: I love that so much.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, um, yeah, uh, coming up on the channel for me this week, uh, I was supposed to be going to CWL London. I don't think that going to happen at this point because I'm just, I'm really just trying to catch up on, on streaming more regularly and, and pushing content out. I am in the process of filming footage is already filmed I'm editing together a WTF is of katana zero this will be like the 15th or 20th game I've attempted to do a WTF is for the channel Uh, we don't know if it'll ever happen I'm yeah have issues with I have faith you got this We'll see, we'll see. Uh, but I'm extremely passionate about this particular game, so I'm, I'm hoping that that comes across. And, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, I try to stream almost every day uh, around this general-ish time. Probably go back and do some more um, Dark Devotion since there has been an update for that. That's that Souls-esque side game that uh, I slammed a bit earlier. I'm hoping it might have some slight improvements. Uh, Going back to World of Warcraft very soon <laughs> in preparation for Classic, yeah, so that's gonna be fun. Gonna be fun. Uh, so come back and jump into World of Warcraft with me and my million level one hundred characters that we're gonna push up there through BFA. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, yeah, thank you so much, Kriken, for being on the podcast, agreeing to this yeah. Yeah! hilariousness.
3: For You've been having me, guys. Fabulous
0: guest. And, of course, thank you, all, as always, to Jesse and to Brooke for coming and hanging out and bringing all their awesome game knowledge to the podcast. And thank you guys so much for watching and tuning in and supporting the show. Definitely mm. appreciate it. Um, and hopefully we will catch you guys next time. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.
3: Bye. Bye.